0: Sometimes God doesn't answer our prayers. Why not? Learn about the main key to answered prayer, next on The Key of David with Gerald Flurry.
1: Greetings, everyone. Anciently, there were two altars in uh, God's physical tabernacle or temple. One was the sacrificial altar, and one was the incense altar, and the incense being a type of the saints' prayers. The sacrificial altar was made of bronze, and the incense altar was made of gold. And uh, the Bible even refers to it as the GOLDEN ALTAR, and God uses the most precious metal on Earth to try to emphasize to us the importance of righteous prayers which is what the uh, incense is all about. And there's only one altar in the uh, heavenly temple and that is the incense altar. And our prayers have to reach out to that altar. Now this is not some fantasy because it's right there in your Bible and there are many scriptures about it. So I'll try to give you a few of them today, but these these saints had access to the great God in his holy place in the northern heavens, the northern part of the universe. and uh, that's what uh, we need to understand here uh, and uh, but God is looking for prayers that flow from obedience, obedience to God. Notice what it says in Revelation eight and verse three. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer, that's for the prayers of the saints, and there was given unto him much incense, that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints, upon the golden altar which was before the throne." God's own throne! That golden altar is right there before it, and it's all about the saints' prayers! Getting, having access to the great God, and having that real power that He gives to His saints in many ways. So, if you think about this, you can begin to see how important that prayer, righteous prayer, is to God and to you. To each one of us these these uh, saints know about that those golden prayers and they're getting through to God and yet you have so many people today talking about well they're not so sure that they're getting through to God in their prayers and yet these saints knew they were and they were empowered by God and and God was is showing us here how important those prayers are. In fact, the, our our whole lives should revolve around those prayers. And oh, what a difference that can make in our lives! How it can change history in our lives! How it can change the future! How it can change the present! There's all kinds of ways that God empowers us if we go to that golden altar but you have to also realize that there are times when god will not answer people's prayers and he makes that clear in the scriptures why is that what is wrong with those prayers and what is right with those who uh, those prayers that reach right into the very heavenly throne of god Revelation 5 and verse 8 reads, Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and 24 elders fell down before the Lamb. You can see they were obedient, each having a harp and golden bowls, golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. That's from the New King James Version, but there again, that's right in the book of the greatest book of prophecy in the Bible, the book of Revelation. And here you had the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders, and it was their responsibility to take care of the saints' prayers that were reaching into God's temple in Heaven. And their their job was to take care of those prayers. Now this gives you an idea of how uh, how important they are to God, because these great spirit-beings or monitoring everything and taking care of those prayers and showing uh, all of us how precious those prayers are. They are golden indeed. Now you just have when you look at that. I mean, this is a royal env- environment into which our prayers flow. Surely we can see the importance of our prayers, and we also need to know what it takes to uh, get into that throne. God answers the OBEDIENT. That's what I would like to talk to you about today. God answers the OBEDIENT, and oh, what awesome things happen in our lives when that, when that uh, happens, and prayer really is like our number-one pri- priority because we need to get to talk to God. We need to get to talk to God about our needs, our problems, our difficulties, whatever. We need to get into that holy place in God's temple. Now, you and I have to ask ourselves well, is our prayer really answered? Does God answer our prayers? Are our prayers reaching into that wonderful heavenly setting and atmosphere? and and having god respond to those precious prayers, those golden prayers that's something we all have to be thinking about. Herbert W Armstrong had the strongest message ever, I think, and taken to this world. And he said not one of his prayers was unanswered that was for the work of god. Not one of them that was for the work of god, and that applied to his family. Not one of the family who was doing the work of God failed to have their prayers answered. Every one of them were answered as long as they were doing this according to God's will. So what uh, again, how do we get those results? If you look at Ephesians 5 and verse 17, you'll see it talks to us about how we have to understand God's will. What is God's will? Well, this is God's will. It's right here in this book. And if we know this book, we'll know what His will is. And it- He responds and hears the prayers of those people that understand His will and strive to share that will and have God's own will in our minds. That is something that. Uh, we really need to ponder deeply and pray deeply about. Our will can become God's will. So again, God answers the OBEDIENT! He answers the OBEDIENT! Notice what it says in James 5 and verse 14, Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil, in the name of the LORD. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. The Lord shall raise him up. It's a type of the resurrection. That's how powerful these principles are and these instructions. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous man avails much. The fervent prayer, a prayer with energy that has energized us. As it says here, that man can avail MUCH through those prayers. God is just going to be hearing that crying out and that intense prayer, that prayer that is FERVENT, and their heart is in it, and they're talking to God, and God is real, He's a LIVING God, and they KNOW that! And they, it's ALL HEARTFELT with them! It's not some kind of a vain RITUAL. But this, they're just talking to God as I'm talking to you. That's, that's what prayer is all about. God wants His sons and daughters to talk to Him, and He does, indeed, respond to them if they are obedient. David often talked about the, the, uh, his, his, the emotion he had in his prayers, and, uh, and he put his whole heart in his in his prayers, his whole heart. And you, what about Christ, just before his crucifixion? You think his uh, his heart was really in his prayers, because he couldn't sin, not even one time, or he couldn't pay the penalty for our sins, which he did when he died on the stake. Notice verse forty-two of Luke twenty-two says here saying father if you be willing remove this cup from me nevertheless not my will but yours be done Christ was seeing how difficult this was and he didn't want to do that but he said oh, if god wants it his father wants it well okay not my will but your will be done your will not mine now that is that is spiritual depth and notice how intense he was in his prayers And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him, and being in an agony. He prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was, as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground." Now, think about that. Do you think he was energetic in that prayer? Actually sweating blood because he could not sin? Not one time. He was PERFECT. And he did. He died, even though he was perfect. He died to pay for our sins. That is quite a sacrifice. And can we share that that attitude, that spirit, with Christ and with God the Father? Can we do that? So here, the thing that God wants us to understand is we're going to have fears, and we're going to have troubles, and we're going to need to deal with them. But there is a LIVING GOD, a LIVING GOD that wants us to, get to PRAY to Him as we are obedient to Him, <clears throat> and He's going to make a, a MASSIVE difference in, the, in, the, in our lives. You, I tell you, He's going to change the course of your life for the good. And that is a tremendous blessing. First John reads this way: "Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence toward God." In other words, if we have a clear conscience, we know we're doing God's will. Then that gives us confidence and faith when we go to God boldly, because we don't—we're not having all of these problems with God or turning away from God, or rebelling against God, or not obeying God. But think about this, then, then if we have that pure thinking and obedience, then God says you have, you have CONFIDENCE to go before God, and you can be BOLD, and God is going to respond to that boldness. He makes that very clear. Verse 22, And whatsoever we ASK, listen to this, whatsoever we ASK, we RECEIVE of him. Whatsoever we ASK, we RECEIVE of him, if we go to him in that state of mind. This is, that's a PHENOMENAL PROMISE! Whatsoever we ASK, we RECEIVE of him. Now you, that's POWERFUL PRAYER! That's getting right into the very throne room of God in Heaven! And He is responding, and we, we receive all these blessings and all the help that we need to conduct our lives in the way it SHOULD be conducted, and not just go off on the deep end and uh, in crazy, crazy things that are certainly not approved by God. Because we keep His commandments, it says, and do those things that are pleasing in His sight. Now, there are LAWS there that people are MISERABLE when they're violating those laws. They don't know it, but they nevertheless, they, are vis- they, they have to know and come to understand at one time or another that there are invisible laws there, and they, if they transgress them, it's going to make them miserable and unhappy. If they KEEP them, it's going to make them very happy and close to God, and they will be rejoicing in their lives. Now, again, you see, we have, uh, we have to have that clear conscience, and God wants us to uh, enjoy this life and, and, and make it a, an abundant life. Verse 14 of 1 John 5, and this is the confidence that we have in Him, if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. If we ask anything according to His will, anything, He hears us. That that's that's something that ought to uh, get a grip on our imagination and our uh, our understanding. If we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Now, do you think most people's prayers today are that kind of prayer and get that kind of results because they have obedience to this great and wonderful and loving God? In verse 15, And if we know that he hears whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. In other words, we, we get what we ask for, we receive what we ask for because we're doing it according to His will. This is, uh, these are just uh, ENORMOUS, DEEP uh, principles here and instructions from God Himself. And I'm telling you, He's talking about uh, POWER, real power in our lives to do all these things. After all, if He's answering your prayer, you know you're going to have a lot more power in your life. First John 2 and verse 5 says, But whoso keeps his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. Not the love of this world, but the love of God. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son for this world, and His Son was perfect, and this world is very sinful. God is love. And He says, Now, if you do what I, if you keep this word, you're going to become love like God. You're going to have that love of God and think and act like God. 1 Peter 3 and verse 12, I'll read another basic scripture to you. Verse 12, For the eyes of the eternal or LORD are over the righteous. If you are righteous, His eyes are over you! Think about that! If you are righteous, His eyes are on you! That, that's a wonderful, wonderful truth! How inspiring that is! And His ears are opening to your prayers! He's just opening up His ears to our prayers if we approach Him and, and we're OBEDIENT to Him, but the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. You see, that's what happens to people in this world. It doesn't make any difference what they want. That is a truth that's going to stand, and nothing's going to change it. He talks about in uh, James, and I'll just paraphrase it, but uh, he says, You uh, ask in prayer, but you ask amiss. You ask for a selfish reason or to fulfill your lusts or your coveting or whatever your problem may be. But he says now you you you've got to ask it according to my will. And I will certainly answer them, those prayers. Herbert Armstrong said, Quote, if your prayers are not answered, it's your own fault. <laughs> Hell, that's pretty blunt, but that's exactly the, what the Bible says. It's what it says. Proverbs 1, I'll paraphrase also, it just says, Turn you at my reproof, and I'll, he said, I'll just pour out my spirit to you. And you'll know my words, you'll understand my Bible and what this is all about. It is Jesus Christ in print. And it's also God the Father in print, because both of them are PERFECT, and that's what this <laughs> book is all about. And nobody in this world understands it like they should, uh, except a very few. It just isn't, isn't uh, the way it should be. Isaiah 59, verse 2 says, Your iniquities have separated between you and God. Your iniquities have done that, and it separates you from God. That's what's wrong with this world. They're separated from God. And what a shame that is. It shouldn't be that way. Hear, O heavens, Isaiah says in chapter 1, verse 2. Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth. The heavens and earth. This is for the heavens and the earth from God through Isaiah. For the eternal has spoken, I have nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. Ah, sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, a seed of evildoers, corruptors, they have forsaken the Lord, and they have provoked the Holy One of Israel unto anger, they are gone away backward. Why should you be stricken any more? You will revolt more and more. The whole head is sick, and the whole heart is faint. Now, do you really. Look at people, you look at what's going on in our world today, and do you not see that uh, there's a lot of sick people and a lot of people that are faint of heart because they don't have faith in God? They don't believe God. That's what faith is. Believing this word, just believing it. That is faith. And that's what we must do. Isaiah 1 and verse 15 says, And when you spread forth your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. Yea, when you make many prayers, I will not hear. If, this is, if you're going backward, if you're going AWAY from God, God says, I'm not going to hear you! I'm not going to hear you! I mean, that ought to grab our attention if we really believe in God. Verse 18, David had talked about this a lot, says this, If I regard iniquity, in my heart the Eternal will not hear me. If I regard iniquity, if I go that way, God won't even hear you! He just won't hear! You have to be OBEDIENT to God! And then you have ENORMOUS POWER coming from God! He says He gives us the power to become the sons of God and live a glorious eternal life and if you come to, d- uh, to Him before He returns, you can sit right there on the throne of- with Christ as His bride and help Him rule the world and show them how to keep God's will, and how to get their prayers through to God and get- have ACCESS to God, that INCENSE that goes right into the heavenly throne, right there in God's throne. Verse twenty says, "Blessed be God which has not turned away my prayer nor His mercy from me." See, God will turn away from our prayer if it's if we're not living the right way. We have to do our part. Isaiah sixty six verse two says, "The last." part of that verse says but to this man will I look even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit and trembles at my word i mean trembles at god's word that's the person that god looks to that's the person that god hears when he prays to god he's he's humble he's of a contrite spirit and he trembles at god's word he really fears god and god rewards him mightily he hears his prayers and gives rewards that people in this world don't even understand quite often. Verse 5, Hear the word of the eternal. you that tremble at his word, your brethren that hated you, that cast you out for my name's sake, said, Let the LORD be glorified, but he shall appear to your joy, and they shall be ashamed. He's talking about his own people in the end time, casting their, the people out that were obeying God, cast them out of the Church of God and they became the Laodicean era, the last era before Jesus Christ returns. So it's getting close to the time of the Second Coming of Jesus Christ. I mean, frighteningly close, if we're not close to God, it really is going to be a terrible time of suffering before He gets here and straightens it all out and blesses this world as it's never been blessed before. I mean, God. Uh, wants us to get through to Him. But really, prayer today has degenerated, and too much of it is RITUAL, and it's just memorized, and it's not really heartfelt, and it, and the people that are praying are NOT talking to God as I talk to YOU! It It's just that simple! God wants you to TALK to Him, and He wants you to Tell Him about your problems and your difficulties, and Jesus Christ is there as your Advocate! He's been here! He knows what it's like to live on this Earth and be persecuted and crucified and beaten and savagely beaten just for our, to pay for our sins, and so we can have all of these wonderful blessings. Proverbs 15, verse 29, the Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. See, that's, that's what we have to really understand. We have to be righteous, we have to be obedient, and if we do that, if we are righteous and we keep God's word, God says that <laughs> he is going to fill our life with abundant blessings and happiness and joy. Until next week, this is Gerald Flurry. Goodbye, friends.
0: Sometimes God doesn't answer our prayers. Why not? Learn about the main key to answered prayer. Prayer should be the number one priority in your life. To God, your prayers are precious like gold. He wants to hear from you regularly. Request our free book, How to Pray, to understand how a structured, consistent, heartfelt prayer habit will dramatically improve your daily life. How to Pray will be your practical handbook for a strong relationship with God. Study the examples of righteous men in history and learn exactly how they got real results through the power of prayer. Also request a transcript of this Key of David program, God Answers the Obedient. How often have you thought about the connection between answered prayer and obedience? Think about it. Why wouldn't God ignore those who ignore Him? Our sins are barriers between us and God. Obedience will eliminate those barriers and cause God to hear you. His response will be exactly what you need every time. You will also receive a free copy of our reprint article, Our Advocate When We Sin. Jesus Christ had a perfect prayer life. He is our ultimate example of effective prayer, and to this day, He's alive. He lives to unite you with God. He knows what it's like to be a human, and He relays this experience to God the Father. When we sin, Christ pleads our case to His Father, allowing God to extend mercy and forgiveness when we repent. The truth about Christ's active role today is deeply inspiring. All our literature is available free of charge, at no cost or obligation to you. Request How to Pray, God Answers the Obedient, and Our Advocate When We Sin. Order now. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. All our literature is available free of charge, at no cost or obligation to you. Request How to Pray, God Answers the Obedient, and Our Advocate When We Sin. Order now. For the free literature, call toll free 1 800 339 7629. For the free literature, call toll free 1 800 339 7629.